Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Podcast, show 137, September 16th, 2021. Uh, Dave... Tonight after work, I stopped in an old uh, stomping ground for the first time in a long, long time. Hell's Basement Brewery here in Medicine Hat picked up a growler of uh, of uh, blonde ale, fantastic. One of my favorites. They they brought it back. They it was it was off their tap for quite some time. They brought it back. I don't know why it ever left. So that's what I'm uh, indulging in tonight. What do you got? To, what do you got going down tonight? I'm just doing all regular uh, Anheuser Busch, Budweiser, the King. I'm just sticking with the King tonight. It's funny because on on like on Tuesday I, I was going with some, uh, Bud Light never fills you up never let you down then you had your thing and Thursdays I get into it a little bit and do something different so maybe that that'll be our thing from here on in um, Dave I didn't tell you on um, last weekend me and the producer I did tell you we went to Firestone Lounge for a a bite to eat last Sunday night I tried sushi for the first time in my life last Thursday um, I don't see what all the hubbub is about man. So when you say sushi, it was California like, roll, whatever. Oh, California roll. Okay. So like with the rice and yeah, and the, the thing and the stuff and the, I, uh. I, I, you know, it's nice and it's clean. And it like, I'm I'll, I'll, I'll at, at this point in my life, I would say that I would, I would eat sushi more days than steak. If given the option. I love it. Like it, it makes me feel clean. It's just no. I, it's it's I, nice. I thought that the dipping sauce was better than the actual meal itself. I mean, it was just an appetizer, obviously. But I I don't see why there's restaurants dedicated to this crap. Oh no, I completely one hundred percent agree. Like considering there's ten burger joints for every one sushi joint. That's the thing with sushi too. Like I'll have a burger anywhere. Oh yeah. I will not. I will not have sushi anywhere. The thing is, you know what, you know, if you go to a restaurant for the first time and not if you go to a high-end steak joint or a sushi joint, you shouldn't have the burger. But if the burger is the option on the menu, have the burger. If you want to go back a second time, have the burger first, because that will tell you what the rest of food is like. A bad burger means bad food throughout. So, like, what scale of restaurant are we talking Like, Moxie's Earl's type thing? Yeah, let's go there. Yeah, or Red Robin or Applebee's. Something like that, yeah. Like, don't have the fish or the this or the fish and chips. Have the burg, because if the burger's screwed up, 
then everything else is going to be shitty too. See, I, I, I understand that logic, but I will 100% disagree because I make a hell of a burger at the house. I do. I make a really, when I go there, it's called I want the modest burger. Yeah. <laughs> with cheese, with mushrooms, however yeah. you want. How would you like your modest burger tonight? Yeah. And it's going to be good. When I go to a restaurant, like I just mentioned, I'm there for the deep fryer. Like I want some fries and like fish and chips. Uh, I, I love fish and chips. I don't have a deep fryer. Yeah. So like, that's kind of the thing. So yeah. Fuck the burger. Dad was I a big didn't... fish and chips guy. Maybe he was on to your theory as well. The fish and chips, if that screwed up, maybe that, that's your guys' thinking. If yeah. You, if you screw up fish and chips because the tartar sauce can make up for what the rest of it's like, right? And so but my light went off. Like you just totally triggered. Like that's it. It's about me. Yeah. For sure. Because anyone can have a burger. My son can have chicken nuggets anywhere. And so now it's about my wife. And then, like, you know, like this place had their place. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, they got a good fish and chips. And I'm probably, unless something really ring, bounces off the menu, Davey's having fish and, fish chips. and chips. That's how my dad was too, so yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's get into a little bit here. Let's get into our um, couple things hit the airwaves today in the, in the, in the hockey world. Um, we won't go uh, right to Evander Kings. We, uh, we talked about him uh, ad nauseum the last couple of weeks, but we'll, get, we'll touch on that subject a little bit. But the Jack Eichel drama and the saga and whatever it is, it's ongoing. It ain't going away. And it's not going to go away like we talked off air a little bit. At the end of the day, Jack Eichel still needs back surgery or spine or neck or whatever it is. Um, he still can't play anywhere. It's not clear to play. The Sabres don't want to. The Sabres won't give him a, a, the trade. There's medical clearance has to happen. He wants to go to this doctor. The Sabres are saying this. He's saying that. What a freaking mess this has turned out, Dave. What's your, uh, like, you can't make a trade for a player who can't play. And if the and if the Sabres want a King's Ransom for said player, they can't get it because they can't get medical clearance. It's it's a mess that ain't going away. It's just, I don't understand. I I think, I think we even said this in, in previous episodes, the, the, the club does hold all the cards. Eichel's going to get paid out this contract regardless of what happens. You know, I don't even know if that is true. Because from what I understand, the team has control of, over what surgery is, is permitted and not. And the surgery he wants is like, it's only, it's never been done on a hockey player or an athlete of his caliber before. And then so... Michael has everything to lose in this. And how do you ask so much money? Oh, sorry. But how, how do you ask for so many assets from other teams that want this player that isn't ready to play? And we're, we're 90% sure he's going to be ready to play in six months, but there's a 10% chance he'll never be ready to play. And that's and that's a huge chance. I mean, all of a sudden, like it's a I don't know, it's a ten million dollar contract, nine million, whatever it is, doesn't much matter. We get past when you get past seven, who cares? Um, I don't get it. You're asking the, the Sabres were shitty with them. They can be shitty without them. But if you don't put bums in the seats this year when the buildings open up and everything else and that pre post COVID and whatever, 
and the salary cap is supposed to go up by a couple of bucks next year. If you don't put together some kind of a team, people ain't coming back. And you you, you have an asset because that's all he is now. He's not playing there ever again. He's not. But you have an, an asset that's declining closer. As the closer you get to training camp and the closer you get to exhibition games and the closer you get to um, opening night, the less that asset is. And well, it's, it's not that because like, you know, and the valid point is you're not paying, you're not giving up these assets for this year. You're giving up that assets for the, the next. No, I'm talking years. about like Buffalo, the, the asset Buffalo has like the, oh. the closer you get to the opening night, the less and less and less he's worth because, well, he's not playing for you. He ain't playing for us. So we're whatever. Yeah, like season ticket holder, the, the season ticket franchise there must be so frustrated. There's no glimmer at all. Like they have, you know, you think about it this way that ball bounces the other way, and McDavid is in Buffalo and Eichel's in Edmonton, right? Yeah. Could you imagine uh, McDavid what? having to go through that Buffalo crap? <laughs> he wouldn't have signed. He would have signed that long-term ten. He would have signed that ten-year deal for twelve, thirteen million bucks, whatever it was. He would give me that bridge, and I am walking. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not doing it because at least in there was some hope, and it looked like there was an ownership group in. I'm not saying Buffalo is an ownership group that doesn't want to win, but they're just in a in quicksand there, and they have been for a a number of years. Not that Edmonton's a whole bunch better, exactly, but, but. (laughs) <laughs> there, there, there is a but on the end of the thing like you they have they have two heart trophy like, winners now like they're like everything enough. everything yeah. that buffalo's done over the years hasn't worked it, it it hasn't for a long time yeah and, and it's you know and, and Eichel's good enough to sign that multi that eight-year ten million dollar a year contract like I, I i can't speak to his talent i don't i remember seeing a couple of highlights but i can't speak to his game He's a good player. Like he's a I, ten I would, million dollars a year. Good. I, I right. Well, he GMs no more than we do, um, sometimes. But I just have a trouble with a guy who hasn't done much, and now he's hurt. Your assets de- de- declining, and Buffalo's not going to get. Buffalo's not going to get anything for for this guy. Did COVID kill that franchise? I know we talked about it because, like you said, Vid ran through that team earlier on in the shortened schedule, bubble, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. They were young. And, you know, everybody t- kind of tipped their hat to uh, Buffalo for trying to make shit work, like signing Taylor Hall. And and then and- they did, they, they were like, from what I heard and read last season, it ran rampant early in the season and they just never caught up. Like they never, they were just done. It, it was a lot worse than most of those kids thought it was going to be. The uh, their they were they, they were done. It did. It, COVID ran through that team, and now COVID's going to hurt that team for a number of years. And especially teams that's that are going to need a couple a month or two to to gel. Whereas Tampa Bay, it was the same fucking team. Yeah. Right. Even though they couldn't go out and party and have slump busters. Like we're all good. Where you just fall in line. This is what yeah. we do. And to have a team of, of veteran professionals, like it's, the the vid really helped a team like that out, right? Like it's a no Buffalo and the the, the situation that that uh, Eichel's in because it now like 
I'm not following hockey a lot right now because of baseball and then you're not, and you're, and you got NFL going on, but you still listen a lot to the radio and everything else. The, the Eichel's stories have really diminished a lot on, uh, on the, the hockey scene and their, their assets declining in Buffalo. Yeah. And, and like, and, and, and to just one more point about uh, people like uh, players like them. Uh, the one example that I heard them talking about on the radio today was uh, Duchesne not wanting to play for Colorado anymore. And, and he was holding out and holding out and Joe Sack and said, I don't give a fuck. Like just hold out then you don't get yeah. paid. And then he ended up coming back and playing and playing really well. And, and then he got traded like went to uh, the senators. Cause that's the thing, Dave, is that these guys say, I don't want to play here. And then the owners have enough, not the owners, the GMs. Cause they're most, most of these old GMs are old players now. Mm-hmm. And who grew up like, okay, don't play that. We own you. You're, you're going to sit. Yeah. And, and, and when, when we're ready to trade you, we'll trade you. And this it, is it, what, this is we, what we, we want for you. Play, if we can't, if we can't, good. if we can't get what, what we need to make our team better, or if our team's not going to be worse for you sitting, then fucking sit. And then, you know what? I wonder if those conversations ever take place. Like, guaranteed. Like, come, like, come to my office. Okay, you want out? I'm going to do it. If you're near as fucking good as you think you are, this is what you got to do. If you perform at this level, you're out of here. You are fucking out of here. Because I'm not getting fucked over for trusting you. And, and so I will, I'm going to trust and you. And I will, you. I will find a way, CBA or no CBA, I will find a way to not pay you. I don't yeah. care. I, I will, I'll, I will make this happen. If you don't want to play here, that's fine. But first off, I'm going to get an asset for you because we drafted and paid you handsomely. Secondly, this is my team, not yours. So here's what we're doing. Capiche done. And I think that happens a lot more than, than, than we know because it, in general, people aren't happy with their jobs here and there and everywhere else. So it's no different than the, the real world, the hockey world, where they're like, no, man, you're just an employee, dude. It's all you are. You're an employee. Especially think- if you're a second. Like, if you're McDavid, if you're McKinnon, if you're, like, that's a whole other level. But if you're just Joe Blow second line or third liner, man, like, you better watch your step. Oh, without a doubt, because like if you're a second or third liner, you're probably either on the way down on a waning contract or you're playing for your next contract. So you are like, unless you have term, no one says the words, I want out. I want out. Okay. Because like if you say that with less than three years on your contract, you're a fool because you ain't never playing again. You hate to diminish these guys who work their entire lives and are better hockey players than most in the world, but there's somebody ready to take that spot next year. Dude, just cool it. Cool it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, you know, in the, in the, in the NHL though, too, it's a bit of a different animal than, well, the other one that where it's just punishing is uh, the NFL, like uh, Le'Veon Bell with the Pittsburgh. He hasn't done fuck all. He set out that whole year. And they Probably 15 him million the, bucks. Yeah. And now he's nothing. I think he's with the uh, Baltimore Ravens now. That guy was magic with Real the ball. Real good. Yeah. And and now he's inconsequential. He was with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl last year. And we didn't even hear his name. And he was one of the most electric players in the NFL two years earlier. 
There are a hundred running backs coming out of college next year that will play in the NFL. Yep. That is just the replacement. There's a hundred left tackles that will come in and play, play that position. That's just what it is. And you know, in the elites. And I, like, like, I know, I know you're a big NFL guy and I, I like it a lot, but the players are so interchangeable year in year out the teams. It's such a big business, but in general, who's the, who plays right guard for the New York Giants? No, but those are the guys that have a chance for a longer career. No, no, like I, a, I know a, that. A running back, yeah. I know that, but what I'm saying is, <clears throat> is that there's 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 a lot of guys who are pretty replaceable. Oh, everyone. Like everybody's replaceable in every job in the world. Yeah. Next fan up. That's yeah. that's that that leaks thing. And it's it's because it, it's so physical and there's it be so many players. You don't see many number. I'm going to pick a name. Number 71 of the Giants. I can't even read his name right now. My eyes are so bad. But number 71 for the Giants. There's a number 71 for the Giants every year. Yeah. Could have a different name. Who cares? Yeah. Like yeah. When, if you look at like I would imagine teams like the Giants would have that chart in the locker room and kind of thing. Everyone who's worn every number. Right? Yeah. And, <laughs> 71 those, this long. Yeah, those those guards and tackle yeah. positions would have a lot. I'm not not, like, dimin- not diminishing anything they've done to, to get to that highest level, but you bet. But um, and then on that note, like it's we're saying after uh, NHL NFL is probably the one you don't want to have that holdout to. But on the flip side, the NBA, those are like and once it, it, I think it all comes down to salary when you're, when these guys are making James Harden is who I'm going to talk to when he wanted out of Houston after signing there for honestly, $45 million a year, like a ridiculous yep. amount of dough. Yeah. And now I want out. And then, and then, well, no, we own you. And he went out there and just fucking hung out and no, no I, I'm I, showing up. I don't know if it was somebody talking in jest about Harden or anything else, but apparently he wore a fat suit. Like apparently he <laughs> under his Under Armour, he had a fat suit that made, and he wasn't putting an effort in that made him look worse. And he he's like, I, I'm out. Watch this. I'm I, out. I I if if the picture you have that it, you you have that beard on him that and balding head what and, and the whole bit he looked like he was out. I'm out. Yo, know, he so, was for sure out. But this fact so he still thing, had to I, he still had to go to Brooklyn to play. He couldn't be in shape two days later. Yeah, well, maybe that was just a, when he showed up to camp or something like that. Because you are right about that. But then also he got hurt because maybe he was fat and had to get back in shape because he can't let uh uh he can't be the third wheel. It, it'd be more once he got to Brooklyn, it was about ego again. Because he had to be as good as Kyrie and and Kevin Durant, right? Oh, that NBA is. Yeah, yeah not I me. Mean, I'm surprised I was able to rattle off names like that. I'm, I'm <laughs> you gonna, too. Name, I'm gonna... two, name, <laughs> name four other NBA players. Uh, That's not LeBron. Okay, uh, Zion Williamson. I think it's uh, Williams, isn't it? Zion Williams. Well, we I know who know. I'm talking about yeah. from Duke. Um, the guy fear the the brow. Oh, and the Great Creek and to keep it pocus. And to Kukupo. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. And uh Pascal Siakam. 
Pascal Siakam was the Raptors, but the one that I was thinking was Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. So there. There we go. There. I got five. 1420 podcasts. We're not your basketball podcast by any means, but we do put in our best effort. Uh, yeah, Dave, the, the other story that came out today, uh, Evander Kane came out and said, I have a gambling problem. Um, podcast about speculation. Is that him covering his ass or is that him uh, speaking the truth? I heard bits about that. That was all damage control. His agent had a gun to his head. I agree. And like, yeah, like, whatever. Okay. Bye. And that's yeah. it. That's all. Like, I'm not going to judge him. Like, this is what you got to do. I don't believe a word you said. But before all these transgressions came to my knowledge, I still didn't give a shit. So yeah. I don't give a shit. No, it was like he's he's been slime. We talked about this when he played in Winnipeg and buffling through his clothes in the shower and everything else. If your teammates don't like you, there's something going on, man. It's it, it ain't good. It ain't, it's not what you want. As some people say it's not what you want. It's not what you want, especially in, in San Jose's eating not for what four more years. This yeah. is At eight million bucks, whatever it is, and they'll they'll pay off. Whatever. Anyways, fourteen twenty podcast for Beaver Sports talking a whole lot more. Um, we're everywhere we get your podcast. Make sure you, when you, if you do listen on iTunes and Apple and Spotify, you uh, you, you give us a rating because then it will go up on the charts and then people will see us and they can listen to us and blah, blah, blah. I think you guys know how it works, but we appreciate all the support you guys giving us a year and a little bit into this. So thank you very much. And we will, uh, I don't know, I have no idea what I was going to say there. How's your beer, Dave? Um, I need a new one. So if we're going to take a break, that one's broken now. Well, it's, it's it's more empty than broken. <laughs> it's, not, it's not leaking. An empty beer is a broken beer. My New York Yankees had a crushing defeat to the freaking Baltimore Orioles tonight. Three-two uh, wild pitch, two out, bottom of nine. Sanchez missed it. Pitcher was shitty. Uh, ball to backstop. Game's over in ten. Um, Dave, I will remember this season. Not for the blown saves in October or in in uh, August and June or whatever it was when they gave up some runs and Chapman shit the bed a few times. Uh, this season will basically come down to the eight losses to the Baltimore Orioles that the Yankees had. And he, those, uh, if you win six of those, which you should, they're up in the wild card standings and the rest is history. But that's why they play the game. They didn't. And now... Now you're scoreboard watching and uh, going head-to-head schedule. The Jays have a very favorable schedule right now. The Red Sox have a pretty good schedule. The Yankees don't. Um, man, oh, man. It's, uh, it's a great time of year to be a baseball fan, but when you're scoreboard watching, it, it gets pretty tough. I hear what you're saying, and, 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 and the fact that you're losing to teams that are 30 games behind you in the standings is sure it happens. And that's why we play the games, but there's a reason there's a reason that, that they're that much worse than you like find a way to win those games. Like any sport, especially those sports that are divisional and there's some clear bottom feeders in your division that you have to play. Like in hockey, you'll you'll play them six, seven times a year. In basketball, the conference games. Win the games 
you should win. Period. And then and then all of a sudden now you only have to win, you have to split a series instead of sweep eyeball. Like that's you know, right. Games all matter. You know, just you, take care of business. You're at a point now, too, at this point of the season, 15, 16 games left, whatever it is. I heard it on the radio. They didn't want to say who the player was or what team it was, but it was Buster only was talking about players that um, need a day. They're they're tired. They're worn out. They're, they're just not up for it. Dave, is, is today's, could you imagine back in the day, and this wouldn't be a Rick thing, obviously, but could you imagine if, if Ricky Henderson walked into Tony LaRusso's office and said, hey, Skip, Ricky needs a day. What would Tony LaRusso have done? Fuck you talking about Ricky. We're a, we're a game behind and you don't you want to let the team down. No, nah, no, I went. That's not how I approach it because Ricky's all about Ricky. Ricky, you get eight more bases, eight more stolen bases. Then uh, you're going to be the all time. You passed Lou Brock. You passed this guy. You have the most stolen bases this week in baseball history, whatever. You talk as a manager. If you're in the pennant race, you talk him out of it. Like, don't. And I, I realize today's player is a different thing. Like, just like feed his ego, whatever. Go to the team captain and, like, can you believe this fucking shit? Like, what's he saying down there? Like, you. you I would be, how do I, without screaming at that player and making him want to quit on me, I would be like, how the fuck do I talk this kid into understanding that it, this is why you're playing the game? Yeah, I, 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 you hear it a lot that these these guys need personal days. They need a day. They need this. They need that. And it's, it's, it's brought up from, I wouldn't say from a young age, but it might start in the in the minor leagues. We're just talking baseball here because at a young age, when you're a kid, like you like your boy, they want to play every day. They they can't get enough games. They play little league baseball. They 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 want to play two three games a day. The fourth game is a bit much, but they want to play. And then, so at what point do they need these personal days just to to improve themselves and do some fucking yoga or whatever the hell? It what? it's odd to me. It is odd, and but you know I will give him pass. Like in the first two thirds of the season, the middle third of the season, whatever. Not football because that season's too short, but like even hockey, basketball, and baseball. That middle third of the season, I would be whatever. Take a day, like but like a Tuesday night still, in Kansas City, whatever, whatever. In June, but like you're still with the team and like. I prefer like whatever. Do your thing. Just just be present. Don't show up hungover. I'll treat you like a professional, and you do me the same, and your teammates the same. And then, but once it comes to that back third, I'm gonna mm -hmm. ask you. I'm gonna ask you to tape it up. I'm gonna ask you to rub a little dirt on it. I'm gonna ask you to do something that I'm not gonna ask you to do in June. Does that make sense? Like. If, if a player did come in and ask you that, if, you're, if you are the manager, when contract negotiations come up for said guy, let's say he did hit, two, he hit 290 with 24 home runs, 85 RBIs. Contract negotiations, this guy's up for, for contract, and he's restricted. If you're the manager, do you say, this guy walked into our office, into my office on fucking 
what are we? On September 16th, we were a game out. And he needed a, a day. He needed a personal day. I couldn't believe my fucking ears. What would would you as the manager? What would you tell ownership and a general manager? I don't want this, I don't want this guy on my team. Well, here I, I'm not going to take a, an ad out in baseball daily, but just like uh, so now he's a so now he's a, no like even a restricted free agent or whatever like, and then someone and then so now the other GM someone's going to call someone and says like hey why aren't you resigning this guy? And then depending on your relationship. Someone might say, like, you know what? He's not a team player. He's all about himself. This is what he did. And you tell that exact story about him not letting the team, not showing up for his team. And and then you can even, like that movie. Did you ever see that movie with uh, Kevin Costner where he's the GM of the Cleveland Browns? Drafted. I saw most of it. I like that movie. I've seen most of it. Four Bo times. Callahan, because they didn't yeah. drop Bo Callahan. And one of the things was none of his teammates came to his birthday party. That says a lot. That says a ton. And then, like, if you're the guy on that baseball team who no one comes to his birthday party. Character's huge. I mean, you, you could have the most talent. You could have the most talented team in the history of any sport. And if, if you're not a cohesive unit, you're not going to win. There, 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 there's so much to be said for camaraderie on the field and in the clubhouse. Cause when you're, when you're feeling good and, and like, and surrounded with, with, with something, with a feeling, right. Everybody's, everybody's rooting for you to succeed. They might hate you, but when you got that stick in your hand, they're rooting for you full wholeheartedly to, to get a hit, to knock it out, get that sack fly. Like they're, they want you to succeed. And when everybody on is in, in the same unit wants to succeed for each other as well as themselves, it's a magical thing. And, and it happens. Those the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, that was a fun team. Like even as an outsider watching that, they, they, they looked like they cared for each other and they played hard. And, and the, the song Glory was a thing. And it was all. And then the fun they had at when they went to stand the cup, you could tell they were a pretty, pretty cohesive team. The, the, the sum was far greater than the parts. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, they were a great, great watch. There's no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, it's just these, you wonder where, if it if it comes from the agent or the player or the nerds or whoever for these off days that these guys get, you're like, you played a win from Little League on and you, you get to the point where like, I need a day. Like, could you, Dave, let's, I, I actually had it happen. I need a day. I had an employee of mine come up to me at oh it was like 10 11 in the morning he says hey buddy i'm like what 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 he goes i'm just not feeling it man can, can i go to the hotel and have a nap i said i don't i won't name his name you can always leave i said but sometimes you just can't come back if you were a manager could you say that to a player to prove a point, because we said in the last segment, you're not that good. You're not that important. Like, when do you draw a line as a manager? Well, in this, it, like in the sports world, it's, it's such a completely 100% different animal. And especially, like, if we can't talk football. It's like uh, the other three then. Yeah. Uh, but we just uh, said in the last segment. But, 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 but you know what? 
you know, 162 is a ton, and I don't have a problem with it. Like, in the middle third of the season, let's see. Let's see. And, like, but, you know, if you're, like, in hockey, if you're ready to go, you're ready to go. Like. Are you injured or you're hurt? Right. If you're injured, injured, you can't play. If you're hurt, you can play. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, but but in but in the middle third of that season, if you're hurt and like and like just depending where you're on the standings, I can, I can see giving a guy a day, like it, like giving him the second half. You know what I care? The, the cat, uh, fucking Cam Neely. Every he other was game. always injured, right? Like he can only play right. so many games, right? At, like and then pl- that, plane rides would hurt his knees. That that game that year he scored fifty goals in thirty nine games or whatever it was or fifty and fifty. But he did it over 72 games because but only he 50 sat up. games he played. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then so is that fair? Like it's like, what do you do? Like if if you want to keep the players that are most valuable, no, no fucking chubs asking for this. No second line or third liners asking for you this. wonder over like I should do some research one of these years when we start to or one of these shows we start to getting these topics you wonder how many games Gretzky took off in a season but he was also chasing records and and, and putting up records that would be up and that was an ego thing for him maybe that okay if I play every game I play if I get three points a game I get 230 points right well he, absolutely so it's, so, so it's a different thing but you he wonder was driven he was driven for that a little bit and you wonder what the like the, the mega stars compared to the stars like how many games Gretzky played to say or his lineman, Yari Curry. Like, did, did Curry get some personal days? I don't think so. There's no such thing back in the day. They would have laughed right near Glenn Sater with a blue cigar smoke in your face. We'll play he somebody, we'll play he somebody else with Gretzky. He would have given you a quarter to have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Yeah. We'll play. Okay, you, <laughs> you don't want to play Gretzky tonight. This guy's going to, and you'll never get back on his line. Yeah, it's over. Like this isn't That's even. A, yeah, we we can't imagine the most ridiculous thing in the world. It still wouldn't be Curry getting your fucking ass out there. You're playing. You're yeah, playing. it's just. I just. It's just odd but, how over the decades how things have changed so much. It's just these personal days and and uh, maintenance days. I guess NBA is pretty bad for that. NBA is the worst, but like the they actually is- they they instituted a rule that said you have to dress this many guys from your regular roster on the road, or else you're getting. Fine, They're like okay, fine, it's whatever. I, you know, and, and whatever, but like, and, and like, no other sport demands more of their superstars on their court, right? Like, because they're on, like, 
you know, in the playoffs, if the Lakers or whatever team LeBron's on, he's, he's going to play. He's playing. He's 45 playing every minutes. single, like all through the playoffs, right? Yeah. Like he just plays. And and that's a high level of competition. And I can, I get it. I get it. Because, you know, it, it don't matter, especially for those guys. Just make the playoffs. I don't care if we lose on the road till to uh, the Cavaliers now. You know, and, and especially where like hockey and basketball, you really got to be bad to not make the playoffs. So if you're a fourth seed and you get in, all you got to, whatever. So taking a few mm-hmm. off nights here and there, who cares? I agree. I, I 100% agree. Like in, in the long sports, the, the long physical sports, and, you know, as much as I we poof on NBA players, to play that game at a high level for, I think it's 82 games as well. Yeah. And those guys don't get breaks. At least, you know, even McDavid only plays a, maybe a third of the, a game. 21 minutes maybe, yeah. Whereas an NBA plays 90 to... 95% of a game. Yeah. In no, post it's, games. It's, 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 it's just odd. I just find it odd. You wouldn't, I mean, when I was, it's different, obviously different, but I, I, you couldn't take me off the field. But, you know, I get, especially when you're 30 years old, like, fuck, I'm 50. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, I know, like, I, even at work, like, I got to go sit down. <laughs> I, I have paper to do all of a sudden, you know, one of those deals. So, anyways. Well, it's, and even when, when we're hiking or whatever like that, and they're like, you know, I can hike with the best, but when we stop to talk, I'm looking for a place to sit. To sit. <laughs> you know you, you know the hiking path because there's a good rock over there. I'm good. <laughs> well, yeah, there's not a lot of paths where I where I have a, a sitting spot uh, in my brain, but it, when you're on the hills and mountains and stuff, there's rocks. There's always a place to sit. Yeah. Anyways, 1420 podcast. Had a, uh, a, a another podcast reach out for me to rep the district out of Washington D.C. this week. They uh, somehow stumbled upon our uh, our little show. I'm not sure how they're uh, out of the D.C. rep the district. It's right now. It's more of a uh, Washington football team uh, podcast. But uh, it was nice of them to uh, reach out. I listened to their show. They listened to ours. Uh, there's a little bit more refined than ours is for sure. They're more of a YouTube channel and everything else, but uh, shout out to those guys from rep the district. Thank you very much for listening and spreading the good word around uh, Maryland and Washington, DC. So thank you very much guys. And we will uh, maybe collaborate a little bit later on in, uh, in the season. Your uh, Washington Redskins uh, are not doing so well right now. Oh, flag on the field. Washington football team. Washington football team. Sorry. WFT. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, not WTF, but uh, there's a little bit of swearing right now. Missed field goal. Uh, they got a flag in the field. But anyways, once again, thank you very much to uh, Rep the District podcast for uh, tuning in. And we'll uh, collaborate soon, maybe. 1420 Sports Podcast. Four Bureau of Sports talking a whole lot more. Show 137, September 16, 2021. Dave, we're getting into it a little bit tonight. Good topics so far. Um, one of our favorite uh, things is a would you rather I got one for you tonight before we get into your uh, your site you worked on because you uh, you had the home alone syndrome tonight uh, even Joe Pesci couldn't bother you uh, Dave would you rather your team be a contender year in year like every year you make the playoffs in the NFL your Denver Broncos every year make it lose out in the either the uh, wild card game or the conference seven, whatever game 
The San Jose Sharks. Or, or you win a finally win a World Series or a championship after 108 years. Which one would you rather have? See. Because the Cubs had some bad teams. Oh, no, without a doubt. For a long it, time. You know, and, and you know, like, so specifically speaking of the Cubs, they were they were lovable. Like, like they were lovable losers team. was their nickname. And and even like the White Sox won a, a, a World Series. They didn't get a tenth of the love love as the as the Sox. Sorry, as the Cubs. I would take like so every year you can't be a contender like for a hundred and eight years and not win. Right, and, Whereas, and, and your team never actually wins the championship. Like so, the San Jose Sharks of the last twenty, like nineteen of the last eighteen yeah, of the last that's, twenty that's, years. That's a good comparison because they were always good. Yeah. Oh, they were good forever. One but cup final, know, that, maybe. Yeah. And you see, like, but one hundred and eight years of futility. I don't want to watch. Well, I guess I do want to watch them win. When I'm 108, I would rather watch him when I was when I was 108 than 10. But then you get to take that joy of winning from 10 to 108. But then on the ass end of that, one of the last things you see before you die is the Cubs winning. If I can watch, I would rather watch my team win the World Series when I was 10. And never watching again in my life. You have that one. I have that one my entire life. And then I would rather have that than never winning the cup. And being in two cup finals twice in 50 years. How's that? I want to see him win it all. Yeah. You, I, I prefer when I was young. You'll always have that one. Because let's say if you're a... a, a yeah, let's say you're a Cubs guy and you actually won the World Series in 2016, it was, and you were 10 and you got to watch it with your 80-year-old grandfather. You'll remember that forever, right? So, and that's one that, and then when you're 80, you can say, because the Cubs aren't winning again for another 70 years, you say, hey, Grant, I remember watching with Mike. I remember was, when. I remember when. We, we, when you were on your front lawn and I was there when, and I did this when. I think you. I think you want one. I think you want one, and no matter what age you want one, somehow, you, you, some way, you want one championship as a fan than none. Because none's nothing, man. It, memories zero, forever. Zero times zero is still zero. You got that right, Mister. Like, and you know what? I re, I remember. I remember more the Denver Broncos winning that first one against Green Bay than I remember details of the one they won. With Peyton Manning. Yeah, there you go. I remember more details of that first one. Yeah, no, absolutely. Dave, you, you had you, you had some home alone there. You're Macaulay Culkin and everything else for <laughs> for an hour and a half tonight. The boy was at baseball practice. What do you got? I got just a hodgepodge <laughs> of we're going to go to uh, the the silver screen, the movies, if you may. And I just I just I I had some jottings down. So it's a it's a it's a it's a who, who'd you rather, who's better, 
you'll get the hang of it. Mm -hmm. And then, so I want to ask first, who's a better Saturday Night Live alumni? Uh, speaking of oh, which, Norm Macdonald, Canadian. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and Norm Macdonald, love him. Like, look him up. There's this hilarious stuff. If you don't know him, just YouTube Norm Macdonald. That guy is up my fucking alley. You know, all I, the guys, all the guys that were on uh, Weekend Update, he ranks up there. The guys oh, on right now God. are really good. Everybody's really good, but his brand is unmistakable. Weekend updates the best. It has been for since, since the uh, Dennis Miller days. It's so uh, good. A hundred percent. Weekend updates the best. The best. Yeah. 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 It's it's clever. But anyway, so nonetheless. <laughs> uh and, and like most of this is old school. Mm -hmm. So who is who's a better SNL alumni? Timmy Chase or John Belushi? Chevy Chase. What movie's better? Animal House or Caddyshack? Oh fuck. Animal House is quite funny. <laughs> um, I, I've seen Caddyshack numerous times more because it's it's available more. But fuck is Animal House funny. Um, those. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and a little bit more nudity and, and partying. And I'm going to say Animal House is a better, a more entertaining movie. Yeah. They're, they're so right up there because those are the first kind of lampoons, dirty, naughty movies. Yeah. 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 When no. we were young, like so that would have been when we were what 14 to 16. Well, yeah, I was I was kind of uh, thing. I probably wasn't mother probably didn't know I was watching those at that point. Yeah. So you took Chevy Chase over Belushi, but you took Animal House over uh Caddyshack. Yeah. Okay, you know, I I'm 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 kind of behind that. Um <laughs> sticking in the in the comedy genre, what movie's better? Bad Santa or old school? I've never seen either. Oh, really? Okay. No, no, that's fine. No, right no, that's fine. I'm not, and I, that's, that's on me, not on you. That, that's all, that's, that's that on is me. on you, and we'll just go yeah. to the next one. Right. The Hangover or Dumb and Dumber? Oh, man. The Hangover is really funny. <laughs> but and which one were you more surprised you liked? I was more surprised I liked Hangover. But Dumb and Dumber was it, it's 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 so funny and just the and because I got guys that were 25, yeah, 25, 30 years younger than me to work for me. And they, they they're reciting those uh in the lunchroom today. I or yesterday, they, they're reciting dumb and dumber lines. The way that stands the test of time, man. And that that thing spans generations. It spans generate dumb and dumber is funny. It's so funny, and it's like, and like you, if you if you say as soon as you say you have a chance, somebody so somebody says chance. somebody says Mary Swanson. <laughs> no. Ever so you're saying there's a chance. chance? Yeah, it's oh yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Oh man, that that is yeah, that's the King Daddy Topper. That one, that movie is there ain't many better than that one for comedy. And been like so better than Hangover, which killed me yeah. as well. Oh yeah. And what other movie killed me as well? And I don't think. Did you ever see uh, Wedding Crashers? Yes. That movie cracked me the fuck up. Oh, it's really funny. I love that. I I, I think that's pretty funny too. 
I don't know what like I didn't even have it written down. Yeah. But like uh and then also too, so like here, let's do that one. Wedding crashes or something about Mary. Ooh. I god. Owen Wilson's funny. I think Vince Vaughn is funnier than uh uh Owen Wilson. Yeah, Wedding Crashers. I love that movie. Too. Wedding Crash better movie, yeah. Uh have you seen the how much Tarantino have you watched? Uh not tons, but enough to know enough. Okay, well, I'm gonna take that one off. Uh Boogie Nights or Big Lebowski? Boogie Nights. That movie kicked ass. Boogie Nights is a fantastic flick. Uh, I uh, that movie is real good, and I don't know what it's got. You got murder, espionage, uh, a little bit of nudity. Um, there's, espionage in Boogie Nights. I don't even know. I don't know what the word espionage means. I don't know. I, I it mean, means I, spying. Yeah. Well, yeah. When they're spying on that house for the drug deal. No, that seems one of the most like anytime anyone hears Sister Christian. Um, I hate that song so much. But that has such a specific memory now. Now, uh, Boogie Nights is a really, really f- fun movie. That guy gets his head blown off in the robbery attempt in the in the in the donut store, and he took the money and he got that's the- Pulp Fiction. No, Boogie Nights, man. He went to the donut store. And oh, there was a robbery. The there. Sorry, yeah. When I they apologize. all went their separate yes, ways yeah. and they came back, and his, everything else. I watched it when he, when he was ordering his bear claws. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and the the the, the, the guy in the corner had the gun, and it's like, oh yeah. shit! He, and he took the he took the, he took the, the money, money and, and the donuts. Up, and uh, yeah, the the, 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 uh, the stereo store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I no boogie nights a fantastic flick. Yeah, yeah I've, I I I I would take boogie. Big Lebowski is a really good movie, but espionage is about spying. I have no idea. Espionage. That that's all it means. That's what espionage means. It's spying. Huh. Like it's it's. it's you learned. Spying. I learned something in the fourteen twenty podcast. Oh, I I didn't I didn't know you didn't know that. Well, I, I don't know lots. Okay. Well, now <laughs> I, don't I gotta. Know a lot. Uh, now I'm gonna go with a, a couple specifics here. Actors, Matt Damon or Leonardo DiCaprio. I like Matt Damon. So do I. Yeah, I like Matt Damon a lot. Old school, Clint Eastwood or Charles Bronson. Oh, you're talking some heavy smokers. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of dark shirt between those two. Uh, and big guns. Oh, yeah. Uh, Remember Charles Bronson back in the day? Just My dad loved that guy. Just grit fucking grinder, eh? Like just mad, just greasy, scary, yeah. angry. Like probably had the hairiest forearms in the history of forearms. Just <laughs> like just he's ready to go away. Eh? Uh with his faux leather jacket and big I would you shirt. know what? I would say that so Bronson Eastwood, right? Yes. Okay, I would not want to meet Charles Bronson in the back alley because that guy, he might just punch in the face for something to do and walk away. 
You know, Br- dirty, dirty Harry at the end of the day was all about the big gun and the, the big line. Yeah, Bronson just Charles Bronson, Mike. He's gonna just, kick the shit out of you with his bare hands and rip you in two. <laughs> I'm taking Bronson. He might even put a boot fuck in there for And you. he'll put his cigar out in your chest. <laughs> yeah. Just to fucking put an exclamation point on it. Bronson kicks ass. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I got it. Just a couple more now. <laughs> On a very much lighter note, Zach Galifianakis or Jack Black or Zach Galifianakis, the bearded guy from the the uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. or Jack Black. Jack Black, uh, he makes me laugh. That movie, uh, School of Rock. School of Rock. I quite like that one. Um, It's a bit annoying, like his high low and stuff. No, but Jack, I'll go Jack Black. Well, okay. Well, that's they're both super, super funny. And I really like that. Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis has he's a, Swedish name. It's not Swedish. No, that's that's Greek. I know I was being okay. You're funny. funny um, he has this little thing called Between Two Ferns. He's just really super funny. Um, they're both super funny. I think. I don't know which I would take. I don't know the my answer to that one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on the sidelines. And then on my very last question of the night, would you rather be hungry or lost? Oof. Hungry. Because when you're hungry, you know that there's an end and there's there's you can find a way, a means to an end when you're hungry. Like you just get some fucking food. Like you don't know what time that food can come. But when you're lost, there's a certain point of frustration. You're like, I don't know what I'm getting out of this. I'm going, I, I might be lost for hours and hours. And because men are stupid, we will drive around for hours and hours and hours still being lost. Whereas I can just pull over and get some food at 7-Eleven. But we will be lost forever. Like we will just be lost, and and it's so frustrating. I hate it. So I've you're been, hungry is a choice. So because you can remedy hungry sooner than being than lost. Can... Being lost is also a choice, but men choose to be lost, and it's so frustrating <laughs> because we will drive around to be lost, and it, I hate it. I I and I I won't stop, and I and you're so mad at yourself, and then. Anyone's in the car with you or whatever city you're in walking around, everybody feels the wrath of your, of your anxiousness. Cause you're lost being lost. I can't believe we're ranting like someone being lost. I hate being lost. It drives me fucking crazy. And would I don't, you rather, and I don't you, know what to do about being lost sometimes. Cause you're just walking around. Why, why did that, how in the hell did that subway station move? It was right there yesterday and now it's not there. And now I'm in front of some place. I don't know where I'm fucking going. I hate it. I hate being lost. Would you rather be lost on foot? What's oh sorry here? Put it this way. What's more frustrating? What's more frustrating? Being lost on foot or being lost behind the wheel? Behind the wheel. Because you're making too much time and you're making mistakes. And you're going nowhere you're just, faster. <laughs> you just want to move. Like you're going nowhere faster. Let's say if you're in New York City and you're lost. There's always a pub somewhere near you. Go, okay, fuck. I was going here and figure. I'll, I'll get my bearings straight and ask somebody where the fuck I am. But when you're driving around, you're getting no lost. Re- you're getting lost deeper and faster, and you don't know what the fuck to do. 
and there's never the right proper exit. Oh fuck, man! There's Be- no place to stop no. and, and regroup. And the and the person just- the person beside you in said vehicle who's trying to help you get unlost is the most annoying person on the planet, <laughs> and you want to rip their head off for telling you where to go. And they're probably right, but it's, it's the worst thing in the world. Someone tell I told you to. Try- I got a fucking yeah. And it's the worst. It's the worst. I hate it. I hate it. I hate being lost as well. Oh man! I, and like, and that, that was one hundred percent my choice as well because I'm four, I go hungry. I'm like, four I, bucks. I, so I'm four bucks away from being not hungry. Oh, and, and I'm also stubborn enough to say like, "Fuck this. Try. We try. We ain't eating till we get to this. We're. Oh. I, I said we're not eating supper till we check into that hotel. Oh. And we're not checked in. Well, we don't know where it is. Now. Like, like. Oh, no, I don't know where it is. I'm talking to you, and I'm lost. I'm more lost. I'm talking to you about this. And no this one's eating. Fuck. No one's eating until we fucking. Get oh, there. it's it's so it's it's not the worst, but it's the worst. It's it's horrific. It's so bad. I don't it's, know. How- it, I don't know how, like, I never realized how much I hate it until you just brought that up. I can't stand it. I fucking hate it. I hate being lost, too. Like, it is just, like, really fuck. Like, and even, like, I get irrationally angry, like, when you're looking at your your Google Maps or whatever your your navigational device is, and then you're not really 100% paying attention. You're hanging that right into the left because the map was the wrong way. It's like, oh, motherfucker. But then the the next time I said that. you're driving and then the exit it verges off and you're still going like well, well fuck oh little heads up deanne gives me shit because we go to, i've been in new york seven eight times uh then i've got to go the last couple of years because of covid but she gives me shit so i always go to the same places i know where they are because you don't want to get lost. I don't want to get you lost. Know what? It's, it's I go to the it, same places, the same routine, the same subway station, the same this every single time. Where'd you go? There again? Yep. Why every you go time there again? Because I, I know lose. where it is. I know where it is, and I like it. I like it. Done. <laughs> try something new. I don't want it. I know where that is. I'm not wasting time. <laughs> I, I hate. I fucking what? hate being what? lost, man. For fish and chips. These guys have a good burger. <laughs> There's a burger over why here, would, man. Why would I get fish? I'm walking over here. There's a burger right here. These guys have gyros. Where are we going? Gyros. Like, like, is it next door to the gyro? Is it next door? Is it next door to the burger place? It's right or across from Yankee Tavern North or Yankee Tavern. Done. Sure, sure we'll go anywhere you want to go as long as it's on this road. As long as it's in this block right here. <laughs> I know where this stuff is. Oh man. Being lost drives me nuts. It's just over here. No, it's not. If it was just over here, we'd have been there already. When you go on a 10-day vacation to some beach resort or whatever town or where you're going, the last five days are are significantly better than the the first Because you know where you're going. Because you know where you're going. You know what? Like this is what I'm gonna uh, do. Like, and then your day is planned out. It's not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look for a place to do this. I'm gonna do this at this place. Watch this. I'll There's sit a down. big difference. I yeah. will sit down, and there will be a beer in front of me when I sit down. Watch. Yeah. Oh no! Fuck. Like yeah, you know, even when you're on holidays, familiarity apparently has a lot to be said. There's this spot in uh, in West Hollywood called Barney's Beanery, just off Santa Monica. We went there on a Friday. 
made some friends, you know, went Saturday, watched college football, made some more friends. Sunday, the bar, the bartender moved people out of our seats. These are these boys seats. Beer sitting in front of us. Done. Oh, it's only three days? Three days. Done. And we're... <laughs> Done. Regulars after three days. That yeah, a boy. There you go. Wasn't well, lost. Beer in front of me. That's where I'm going. This Done. is what I like. And this is where we're going. Been we'll... going I've been going back ever since. We'll do this, this, and this. You got a customer for life. <laughs> yeah, you... there you go. <laughs> Simple. What is it? Like you should tag them. Barney's Beanery, uh, yeah, it's West Hollywood, fantastic little spot just down the hill off of uh, off of Hollywood Boulevard and uh, Santa Monica and Sunset. Yeah, awesome, awesome place. <laughs> get in here, okay, good. Anyways, don't get lost. Listen to the fourteen twenty Sports Podcast, Dave. Any closing remarks? You're going on a trip this weekend. I have a boys' weekend coming up this weekend. It's uh, it's uh, some friends of mine. We get together. All of us are in the 50s. We're older than uh, Deuce. And maybe when you get to 50, you can come one, one year. But uh, nonetheless, we're really I'm never going to catch up. But you guys will keep getting older. I'm never going to catch up. I know. Well, you, you, the, the math the, works, I guess. Well, yeah, I know. But the, the, the percentage of age difference decreases every year. Uh, that's right. Right. So, but nonetheless, uh, we're going into British Columbia. Gonna bring our vaccine passports. Hopefully they don't care. Hopefully in whatever. Whatever we're gonna make it work. Uh, we're we're good boys. We're old. We're all double vaxxed. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. It's 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 a time of year. There's of this group. Um, there's only two of us that live in Lethbridge, and there's five of us going. So there you go. That'll be we're a good time. Forward. I'm sure you guys will uh, bullshit and laugh and joke and play games and be sleeping by ten. Do you know what saying's not gonna get saved uh what's the over under of this phrase do you remember that time like 150 oh, geez, you're gonna be you remember that how many, day, how many days are you going uh so we're going tomorrow we're so we're meeting up tomorrow night and then so it's all day saturday saturday night and then we're parting ways on sunday You'll say tomorrow on Friday, you'll say, hey, remember this? Oh, fuck. Remember, oh, fuck. Remember that one? You'll say yeah. that 37 times tomorrow. And then by noon on Saturday, you'll be deep in the 200s. Okay, but how's this? So what phrase gets said more on Saturday? Because I'll be running, like I, of this group, um, there's there's two of us that have uh, DJ uh privileges this is a good song this is god's yeah remember this do one? Know, uh do you know what this song reminds me of remember this song remember this one remember this one yeah hey oh i love that remember, shit that is it's gonna be a good night it's, it's a Fuck, weekend I of that, that shit. Stuff, man. i don't know when women do their thing i don't know if they do that but like you know what the guys are so fucking simple Cause we're not skirt chasing. We're not looking to party. I love it, man. Like they're, they're like, since it, when it's sitting glory days, it's the, the, the oh. it's Bruce Springsteen. Oh, like it's a Bruce I love, I love that sitting, playing tunes. I'm DJ partying with my, oh, I love it. I love that so much. And, and you don't even, and the thing is when you have a tune in your head, you don't care what the reaction is from anybody else. And, and you try you, I don't know if you try to convince people how, how good the song is in your own head, 
but you're like, this song's playing and I don't care what you say. And by minute three of said song, people are like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. I, 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 I like it too. Otherwise, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't do it, right? I'd so do it by it, myself. It, it, yeah, yeah exactly. Great. Like, yeah, it's a lot more fun doing it with with friends that you yeah. have a shared hitch, history with. So I'm I'm looking forward to this weekend. Yeah. No. Anyways, I hope you have a good weekend, Dave. It's been a lot of fun tonight once again. Fourteen uh, twenty podcast for Brewer Sports, talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself in these trying times. Keep your stick on the ice. What else, Dave? Jim, I hope things are going well. And if they're going well, you're not swinging as high pitches. There you go. Have a good weekend, folks. We'll talk to you on Saturday.